the NBA is trying to kind of get more people interested in more rivalries around the NBA. Um, obviously, the only one that really matters in the NBA is Lakers Celtics, and I think the NBA is trying to. I, hold on, I disagree that. with that. LeBron versus Steph matters. Right now, I don't. I don't. It's mattered it, for. It's mattered for ten years. No, but I'm. Uh, I, not I, I could, it's not. It's not going to have like. It's not literally. Oh no! It's not going to have the staying power. power. No, 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 yeah. no. Yes, right. correct. Uh, so, but I, the NBA is trying to, you know, mold into existence some rivalries with staying power, and part of that effort is this concept of <clears throat> rivalry week. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to read In January, late late January. Yeah, I'm going to read. This is from Alika Andrews of ESPN. Uh, from January 24th to the 28th, the following matchups. Celtics Heat, Clippers Lakers, Nets uh, versus the Sixers, Grizz versus the Warriors, uh, LaMelo versus Lonzo Ball for some reason. Bulls Hornets, yeah. Uh, Suns versus Mavs, Wolves versus Grizzlies, Raptors versus Warriors, Jokic versus Embiid, which is uh, Nuggets Sixers, Knicks Nets, and then it'll wrap up with Lakers Celtics. And I'll, 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 you know what? I've talked a lot to this point. Why don't you like the concept? Um, because I think it's artificial. Mm. Um, this is the thing that you do in college football when there are actual rivalries. There are rivalries yeah. all over the country, right? Um, there are, but generally those are proximity, right? Yeah. Um, they also have, some of them have 110, 120 years of history. Yeah. And it just feels artificial. One of them, like there's a few of them that are fun, but I think the NBA is telling on itself and making this artificial. You want to know who the real rivalries are? Well, the NBA is telling you because they put those games on Christmas and they start the season with them. Yeah. Right? Like right. LeBron and Steph is a rivalry. That's why mm -hmm. it's opening night. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Mavs and Suns is fun, right? That's fun because of how it last season ended. But like, and Warriors Grizzlies, okay, fine, I guess. We're trying I wanna to see like Tristan flames. Thompson versus like monogamy. Like that's what <laughs> that's the one I want to see. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> That's funny, but like, look at this list. Like, Clippers, Lakers, they're trying it. I mean, they're trying to make it a thing, but it's not really like yeah. the Celtics and Heat played. All right, fine. They like played in the playoffs last year and it wasn't that interesting. Mm -mm. It was okay. It was fine, I guess. Um, but that's not really a rivalry. And the one that's most strange to me, because most of these are just series, guys have been traded for each other. So now they're rivals, right? The Sixers, Ben Simmons, and, and Harden trade. Mm -hmm. So, sure, I guess. Why are the Warriors and Raptors rivals? They played in a finals that wasn't that interesting other than everybody on the Warriors got hurt three years ago. Yeah. What? And there's been no animosity in the fan base. They don't play more than Kawhi's not even on the, on the Raptors anymore. I don't get it. And KD's not on the Warriors anymore. I don't get it. Like, yeah. It's just so artificial. That yeah. It, I like, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I think it's, does anyone care about the Nuggets playing the Sixers? Okay, Embiid um, and Joker are like going at each those other. Fan and Embiid do. bitter, he hasn't won the yeah. MVP the last two years. Okay, uh, sure. Yeah, I, I think in in that one, anytime you have a a Sixers rivalry, like it has to be James Harden against Keto, right? Like it. <laughs> it 
James Harden takes on a treadmill. <gasps> Did you see the pictures? Something came out yesterday about him like being in pretty good shape, him looking skinny. The pictures looked weird, and it looked like Childish Gambino from This Is America video. <laughs> it was weird. It's like the ones with Luca where, where he looks skinny. I, I love that an actual report was Luka Doncic. Uh, it's begun his workout or his his uh, workout regimen early and it's like yeah he, he it's the off season and he's working out it's technically early than earlier than playing your way into shape over the course of the season is, see and this is like here's my other problem with this like no one cares about the timberwolves and the grizzlies they played in the playoffs in the first round last year yeah it like wasn't that compelling uh cat's dad and jaw's dad like were kind of interesting and fun yeah let but, them play one on one yeah, but it doesn't like they're not rivals. <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't I don't understand it. The other part of it that's weird to me is like who gets to say who a rival is? If you ask Laker fans who is your rival, they're going to say you're going to say the Celtics, right? If you yeah. ask Celtics fans who's your rival, you're going to say the Lakers. But there are several other teams that think the Lakers are their rival. You know, yeah. the Blazers have a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kings could so possibly you have the Lakers just playing seven games that week. <laughs> the Lakers, Lakers got to play, got to play a back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Just line up everybody. You know what it's like? Yeah. It'll be like, maybe just play the same night. It'll yeah. be like the, 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 the first UFC fights where it's just a tournament. You got to fight like eight dudes all in the same right. night. Can it be like Rob Palenka against first round picks? Can we get, can we get that one? <laughs> <laughs> the cage match <laughs> it's Rob Polinka against Sean Marks like they, they play one-on-one winner gets Kyrie <laughs> it's gonna be like Rob Polinka versus first round picks it's gonna be like the undertaker Polinka's the undertaker throwing the first round picks off of the top of the cage like mankind through the, exactly. through the announce table exactly the first round pick gets his tooth through his lip <laughs> Oh man, the hell in a cell. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I completely agree with your central point, though. That like you can't call something like it's, it's, it's kind of like these documentaries, right? Where you're calling it a documentary for lack of a better term. You're calling these things rivalries because of lack of a better term. There isn't like there isn't like a you can't you can't call it mini rivalry week. You can't call right. it like dust up week. You can't call it like they're trying to term something. They're trying to 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 create something without having the terminology but for you it you can't that like a rivalry you can't just create it right it's right. like it's like uh you can't give yourself a nickname right like right. it has to it has to happen organically mm-hmm. rivalries have to happen organically you're a ucla so fan I'm, right i'm not pod mamba like i don't <laughs> I, I actually kind of like that but let me say it at the end of the show so <laughs> okay, that cool, somebody cool. can say i gave all right i'm gonna, I, I'm gonna I take that out you, i deemed you such <laughs> you're you're a ucla fan right yeah yeah who's your rival usc I hate right. Them. Like, yep, correct. Yeah. You don't just get to like decide I want a different rival or you get to put some new rival together. It doesn't right. work that way. Right. Cal and Stanford, Ohio State and Michigan, Army, Navy. And like, it's it built just, up over years, years, and years, and years. Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Washington. And normally it's due to proximity, but there is an actual, sometimes, often there's respect, but there is an actual dislike, an actual disdain yeah. for that opponent. Like, that the Warriors don't care about the Raptors and the Raptors don't care about the Warriors. Right. Like, well, Bulls fans and Hornets fans care about each other. Oh, because Lonzo and LaMelo are brothers. Ooh, this means yeah. something. They don't care. No, rivalries are what like generations teach each other about, right? Like my yeah. dad taught Auburn, me, Alabama. like you hate, you do not, 
yeah, you have green eyes. Giant. Start wearing contacts. Like you can't wear green. <laughs> like like yeah, it's just Yankees, Red Sox. Okay, right. Fine. No, nobody's grandpa is telling him about the time they watched the Raptors and Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about the time three years ago the Raptors won a title because everybody on the Warriors was hurt. Okay, cool, man, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page on this. And, and I understand what the NBA is trying to do. They're trying to find anything uh, to get people to care about these regular season games, especially in January. Uh, it's just not going to happen. We know the rivalries. The game's on yeah. Christmas. Right. Like, the games that start the year. We know what the rivalries are. Right. Um, all right. So would you rather... Right, we have about we have about 20 minutes left here. Would you rather discuss the uh, Lakers not being patient enough to find their next Kobe? Or would you rather... Well, let's let's do that. Let's do okay. that. And then if we have time, we'll do the, the Michael Jordan what if. Okay. All right. So, uh, again, this is not fully formed. This is just you and me shooting the shit and, and essentially editing my piece before I write it. But um, is that things, what we do every Friday? Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, in this case, this is something that, I, like, I actually do really want to write out. So if you're listening to this and you're, and you're thinking about writing it, I know where you are. I know where you live. Uh, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to write this before you. But anyway, the way that the Lakers are essentially – approaching team building right now under Rob Polinka and, and it started under magic um, was all right. We're not going to do the youth movement thing. We aren't going to bottom out. We aren't going to tank for the top pick. Um, we're going to go out and bring in stars, plural. Mm -hmm. uh, it started with LeBron. And then from there, he helped the Lakers go get Anthony Davis. And then, you know, they tried out the Russell Westbrook thing. It didn't work out. Now they're trying out the Kyrie Irving thing. And then, you know, part of why they don't want to take on long-term money as a part of any deal right now for Russell Westbrook is because they want max uh, cap, cap room for this upcoming season so that they can, at, at worst comes to worst, go out and sign their next kind of star to, to either be the third star or player A or player B in the next generation of, of the Lakers, the next iteration of the Lakers, which look, you and I have spent a lot of time talking about that approach. That's not whether we think that's a sustainable approach. That's not, that's neither here nor there, either, neither here nor there. I got rivalry week and now I can't say neither <laughs> this here. Is, this is your penance for the rivalry <laughs> <Yeah>. week. <laughs> and neither here nor there as it pertains uh, to this subject for me, what, what I, my takeaway is, or was last night, as I was kind of formulating this topic in my head is I understand the approach, but the downside of it is that you're never going to have another magic Johnson. You're never going to have another Kobe Bryant. You're never going to have a fan base that cares about a player like that with this approach. Do you agree with do you agree with the premise before we go further? Um, kind of. Um, okay. Because I think it goes back a lot farther than Rob and Magic. Right? This yeah. was Doctor Bus. This was his modus operandi too. It was all about the stars. It was a different NBA then, but mm -hmm. I don't think this is a. I don't think two things. I don't think this is a Lakers specific thing because I think this is the way a lot of teams operate maybe the lakers more so um but it also goes back a lot 
further. But it is a different NBA now, and acquiring those stars means different things with this salary cap and the way trades work. And frankly, the rest of the NBA is smarter than they used to be. Um, yeah. So partially, the other part that I take a little exception with is mm -hmm. that I think it is more of a an NBA. Like, I don't think there's going to be another Kobe, another Magic another Steph and, and anywhere yeah I think Steph and possibly Giannis are probably the last two mm -hmm. um who know maybe Luca who knows but like I think this is a fundamental shift in the NBA where guys just are going to move around I don't think you're going to have guys playing 12 15 17 19 years on one team anymore I think that era of the NBA is just over um if it but I agree happen, with you. If it could happen, could, wouldn't it be the Lakers? Like, where else are you going to move if the, the Lakers are a well, destination, right? They aren't yeah, just oh, stepping stone the, the, Laker, the, the Lakers are the destination still in right. the NBA. Yes. Um, but going along with that means having to hit on a pick. Because, because the Lakers are the Lakers, the Lakers are not going to have... Yes, there was a time recently where the Lakers had a lot of high draft picks. But that is not the norm for the Lakers. And... So it is probably going to mean having to hit on someone, say, like Giannis at 15 or, you know, whoever later in the draft. Mm -hmm. But you're right. It is, you know, I don't think because of the way the Lakers operate, and again, I don't think it's a Lakers-specific thing, you're not going to have the time to develop, you know, Lonzo or B.I., you know, the last couple very high draft picks or D'Angelo Russell. Those guys are going to get traded to try to win more now. So, yes. But like there was there was thought Steph was about to get traded, right? So like this happens around the NBA. Some of it's luck, some of it's foresight, you know, all of that is true, but I think it was more of an NBA wide thing and just the way the NBA operates more so than a Lakers specific thing. But you're right, I don't think there's going to be another one of those guys. Yeah. I don't know that there's gonna be another one of those guys anywhere though. I think I think a part of this though that we haven't quite covered yet in the next part of this essentially is that and why I, I find this to be a Lakers specific topic is because those guys require patience, right? It requires, mm -hmm. and it, and it requires investment. It requires, you know, the Lakers finally went out and fired or hired uh, Phil Handy. That was after all the young guys were gone, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it requires, you know, sticking with it. Steph could have very easily been given up on because of the ankle problems that he yes. had early in his career. Uh, you could go through. You, and the, Giannis the Lakers, wasn't Giannis until. Yeah, the Lakers yeah. could have given up on Kobe after the, the those air balls against well, Utah. But you know? also, and, to be fair, both Kobe and Magic, your two examples at various points, we saw this in Legacy with Magic, they both asked to be traded. They both yeah. said, I want to be out of here. There's also that. Yeah. And, 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 um, and in both cases, the Lakers were able to find a way to not trade them, though, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that's what, like, it's it's been funny because in this KD situation with Brooklyn, I always hear, well, we've never seen a team not blink and not give the star what they want. Actually, that's not true. Right. <laughs> the Lakers didn't blink with Kobe. Kobe right. was saying he'd play on Pluto. And they and, right. and he was he was demanding that they trade Bynum for for Jason Kidd, uh, and and the Lakers didn't blink there. They told him no, we we can't trade business wise, basketball wise. Like it doesn't make any sense for us to trade you. Just be patient. Let's see how this season goes. 
then it just so happens that Andrew Bynum came into his own that year. Then Bynum gets hurt. They trade for Powell, and the rest is history, right? Uh, so it's happened before where a team is able to tell a star, like, let's, let's cool the Jets. Let's figure this out and work together on this. It's happened. Um, and, the, and the only reason it happened was because the Lakers are the destination. Wherever Kobe would have gone next, whether it was the Clippers, it I know the Clippers he, in Chicago, right? Where the, yeah, kind of the he, two that he nixed a trade to Chicago. The Lakers were getting ready to trade. Right. Yeah, they were ready to trade him uh, to Chicago, or they, they, there was a trade on the table. Reportedly, there was a trade on the table that would have brought Luol Deng and some stuff back to the Lakers. Kobe said, "No, I don't want that trade. I want to go and play with Luol Deng." And the Lakers were like, "No, why would we trade you and not get their best player back?" Yeah. We already made that mistake with Shaq. Little, little did Kobe know. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so see, was Mozgov in the trade coming back too? <laughs> Ten years before he was in the NBA. Yeah, it was before the amnesty provision. Um, yeah, I, I. So anyway, I, the 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 patience part of this is what sticks out for me, and 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 this is an approach subject, right? If the Lakers are going to continue to skip from star to star to star, which again is sustainable because the Lakers are a de destination. Mm -hmm. But if that is going to be your approach, you're never going to have that same relationship between star and player. That is really unique in the, in the sport in general, but I think particularly special here with the Lakers because of the heights those players are capable of and the heights that the organization is capable of with players of that ilk. So let's, I'm going to go one farther because this, okay. this just came up. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with you. Again, I agree with you, but I, I think that's going to be everywhere. It's not just a Lakers yeah. thing. I'm going to guess that let's let's put it this. I'll put it this way. I think that Powell, LeBron, and maybe Anthony Davis will be the last three, two or three Lakers to have their jersey retired because I just don't. There's probably not going to be anybody at that caliber that's around long enough anymore. Maybe. I mean, it, it's essentially it takes being a Hall of Famer and winning a championship, right? That's that's the same. Winning like, a championship with the Lakers, being a Hall of Famer, but also yeah. having the requisite amount of time with the team. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you might be right. I, I, I again fall back on like, I hope you're wrong because I think the Lakers are more destination. Like even if even if people are listening to this and saying like, no, they're not the destination. The Knicks exist, and and, and all of this. It's like the, La the Lakers, the Warriors the, exist. The Lakers are the destination. Yeah, I mean, but, maybe not not each individual year, but take any span of time. You know, any five year period or ten year. The Lakers are the destination in the NBA. But like, that's, even that's if, not going anywhere. Even if even if well, even if somebody disagrees, they are a destination. They like sure. he, if you yeah. aren't willing to acknowledge that they are the they you have to at least admit that they are a at, you know, at they worst, aren't the stepping at worst, stone at worst they are tier one you don't are play they, for the Lakers number for exposure they are, they, are, they are tier one <laughs> yeah. I mean no you do play for the Lakers for exposure yeah but you on get minimum contracts you come and you get to get the bright lights of the Lakers and if you can do something Malik Monk then you yeah then you go elsewhere if you can and get the money but like the the Lakers would prefer that they wind like that Malik would have been able to come back, right? And Absolutely. and they would prefer like if if you if you play for that exposure and you're able to relay that in or parlay that into you know bigger earnings, then the Lakers would prefer to be able to pay you the bigger earnings and keep you there, so that you you maintain that relationship not just with the organization but with the fans. You want to change the CBA? This is That's one of your things is. about the CBA. This is one of the things about your CBA. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is one of my hills. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I 
and again, like this is something that I'm going to talk about, and I think it is fair to notice and important to to note the context under which this this conversation is occurring, right? That you have this era of star movement, and you have this uh, era of star empowerment, and that makes it more difficult for teams to keep their guys, right? The poor Nets did everything that they could to keep Kevin Durant, and he's still piecing out. So yeah. sometimes it's just not near, not near. The Warriors probably feel the same way. They look, man. We did it. We won a championship. We 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 tried to um, present you as as our best player. You won the Finals MVP while you were out here, Twice. Uh, and you and you still took off, right? And so, yeah. like to a certain extent, it's not necessarily in all of these teams' controls. But like, I think the Lakers would be more in control of those things than any other team out there. And that's why, to me, this feels like a Lakers-specific thing, and and it's not even a criticism. It's 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 more of like a like I I love the relationship that we had with Magic. I love the relationship that we had with Kobe. I love the relationship that you see, like the, the relationship that Steph has with Warriors fans, or that uh, I mean, you can you can go through that Clayton Kershaw has with Dodgers fans, like yeah. those. And there and look, they are the exceptions that 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 make the rule. Yeah. Uh, but I just I really hope that I'm wrong here in that the Lakers are able to find that next guy who resonates with the Lakers because he was only a Laker. Yeah, I just yeah, it's just becoming more and more rare in the NBA. Um I, I think it's great too. I just like I don't I don't I think the genie is out of the bottle or the horse has left the barn or whatever it is right at this point it's like Udonis Haslam has you know 150 years with the heat and I think Steph is 13 with the Warriors and Clay is 12 and Draymond's 11 something like that and mm -hmm. after that there's just nobody else close you know what yeah. is Giannis now seven eight years like right that's it like they're just they're just there's nobody else and yeah I think it's more likely to go in the other direction, but I do agree. You know, there is right. You can drive around LA and even before the unfortunate accident and Kobe dying, you know, there was like Kobe stuff all over the murals and yeah. all over the place. And that's, I agree with you. There, there's a special relationship between Kobe and the city of Los Angeles, between magic and the city of Los Angeles, Steph and the Bay area that just doesn't exist anywhere else like lebron obviously is revered in in cleveland but mm, you know he left he left us mm -hmm. twice twice right he's from there but so there just that just doesn't exist anywhere else I, I honestly i think all time maybe bill russell in in um in boston i don't really know that dynamic that well but other than that it's like kobe magic and steph and that's it and it's because they only played in this and had huge success in this one yeah. place i don't think it's happening again it might not flat out, uh, but I, I, it would maybe really Giannis, be too bad. Giannis is the only possible one, but it nobody would, cares. It's Milwaukee and nobody cares. Right. But that exactly like, but I would, I, it would really be too bad if we never see it with the Lakers in particular, given what this fan base is capable of and the way yeah. that they can throw their weight behind a player that they truly love on that level. Right. And, you know, I, Maybe it's maybe we'll we'll see a different version of this where a player gets traded early enough in 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 his career and gets to the Lakers early enough in his career does all of his winning with the Lakers and maybe it's not the same level of adoration that the Lakers and Lakers fans have for Magic and Kobe, um, but you know Lakers fans love Kareem, you yeah. know and and 
and uh, and Kareem obviously won in Milwaukee before he got to the Lakers. And you know, I think I think AD had that opportunity really to to have that relationship with with the Lakers and Lakers fans. It just it's been unfortunate he's been hurt so often. And I don't think that's ever going to happen now. And um, part of the pro- part of the thing with AD though is it's kind of like second fiddle syndrome where mm-hmm. the second guy he's not the best player on the team gets blamed when it doesn't go well and doesn't get the credit when it does yeah so yeah. it's i think it's going to be hard for ad and if if we'll take lakers as an example if this is going to happen and you say somebody comes in maybe dame in portland yeah but they but they yeah i mean them. yes but they haven't won it they haven't won anything yeah. But yes, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, Dame. I don't now at this point. I don't think Dame's leaving Portland. I forgot him and shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, so that relationship with the city obviously is yes. Um, but they just haven't won anything. Yeah. Um, I think the the only way that y- there's this possibility that you are going to get this with the Lakers again is if somebody comes in and, like I said earlier, they are you know, kind of unheralded their draft. They got drafted late or undrafted. That's probably less likely. They're a late first round pick, you know, Josh Hart or Coos or something like that, or, and they just come in and immediately are good. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause then, cause if you're not, maybe you get put to the side if you're good, but you're a developmental piece, maybe yeah. you get traded. But if you come in and unexpectedly are good immediately and can play on a t- win, a title, you know, let's say somebody will use Austin Reeves as an example. If Austin Reeves was better than he is and took the Lakers was part of this season, the Lakers winning a title mm-hmm. and then happened and then to hang around. Gap. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after the other guys age out, he's the guy and still around forever and wins a couple more titles, maybe. But I think it's going to take somebody popping immediately that's unexpected. So it could have been Caruso and they let him walk for luxury tax reasons. All right. So let's uh, let's wrap on. <laughs> Let's wrap on on uh, my what if. My what if wait, I think did, is something. Did, did AC no, see? I wait though because did AC? I think he did. I'm not sure. I got to. Did he get minutes but, in OKC? Yeah, I, I mean, he was if... obviously on their their G League team, but I don't remember. And he, the Lakers, he wasn't good enough him. to get minutes. Like... The Lakers discovered him because the Oklahoma City Blue were playing the I think yeah. the defenders then. Um, and they loved him immediately in there, but I don't know if he. I'm trying to see. See now, I want to see if he got Oklahoma. See now, I've got your disease. <laughs> Oklahoma City minutes. Damn it! I don't think he did. He wasn't good enough back then to get NBA minutes. Now OKC wasn't a wasn't a, a juggernaut by any stretch. But let's see, let's just see. Uh, no, he is not. Yeah. So he could have 30, 37 games with the 17-18 Lakers was his was his first. Yeah. Could have been time. just, you know, just decided to let him walk for nothing. Nothing in return. All right, let's talk about uh my what if. My what if uh came out of watching the uh the legacy documentary, which like you guys should check out if it's you know, if you're interested in if you're watching this, I'm or if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're watching that. Uh but do a lot of people have Hulu? Well, yeah, because it's part of like the Disney and ESPN package, so I think it's probably like it's probably like just there if they okay. have those other things. So again, if you're listening to this, you probably have the ESPN package, and you probably have Disney, and you, therefore it's like worth it to pay for Hulu. Um, but I was watching the uh, the doc, and they got into when the Lakers drafted James Worthy, I believe, mm-hmm. coming off of the 1982 uh, championship season that he had at North Carolina. A season, by the way, 
where he was playing with, you know, a fairly popular, decent teammate. Sam at, Perkins? At, uh, well, also a future Laker. But, uh, no, I was played at shooting guard over mm. there and, you know, wound up being mm. all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Jordan was a freshman on that North Carolina team. And if this took place, if they won that championship in 2022 rather than 1982, M- MJ comes out. He's, he's a, he would have been, he would have been, uh, in the lot. He would have been a lottery pick. He would have been, I don't know if he would have necessarily gone first overall. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, he didn't go first he overall didn't. when he <laughs> yeah, right. He didn't back then. But uh, uh, Hakeem and Sam Bowie. But the Lakers uh, obviously had the first overall pick in 1982 because teams were really stupid back then. They were. And, <laughs> and what was it? Two out of three years, the Lakers had the first pick <laughs> after being really good the year before. Yeah. So uh, the Lakers had this uh, really high draft pick. Obviously, first overall could have been second if they didn't win the ring, uh, the the coin, coin flip. flip. They, which they won twice, uh, <laughs> two and three years, I think it was. Right? Nobody ever saw the coins flip. No, like the, <laughs> so frozen, the frozen envelope is not David Stern yet, but the frozen envelope. The, he was the just Knicks. like somebody. Somebody was on the other uh, on the other like phone. He was like, "All right, we're flipping the coin." Hey, uh, what did you guys have? Did you guys have heads? It tails? came up Lakers again. <laughs> oh, I mean heads. I, Wait, heads. Guys- <laughs> <laughs> so, so they. So they, uh, the, the Lakers win the coin flip. They draft uh, James Worthy first overall ahead of famously Dominique Wilkins, which is an, another fun what if here. Uh, but that pick very easily, if it if it took place nowadays, that probably could have been Michael Jordan. Again, it would have been a reach. I don't think they would have drafted him in that spot. Uh, but Michael Jordan could have been Byron Scott. Like it could have, yep. <laughs> they, yep. they could have, yep. they could have had yep. Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar all in their primes. <laughs> yes, but then yes, I mean, which is silliness. But yeah. uh, but then you get into the you know you have to take it. Does he step. become Michael? Right, right. Mm-hmm. But that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Like, uh, yeah. Which uh, did you have heads or? Tails, Bill Sharman. Which one, which one was it? Oh yeah, that's the one we. That's yeah, the one that came up. <laughs> well, like I, I, this is another part of of that. Like that's like I think it's reported, but another part of the doc that that um, I was surprised they didn't touch on. But Doctor Bus wasn't like wouldn't have bought the Lakers if they didn't have the opportunity to draft Magic Johnson. Like. Correct. The reason he bought the Lakers at that time was because they were lined up to get Magic. Yeah, and he was a big college basketball fan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, that 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 would have been fascinating. The, the Michael Jordan to the Lakers thing is is fascinating. I love those what ifs because now you're talking about just like different branches of history. Yeah, the butterfly effect. Yeah. You know, does does I don't think Michael becomes Michael, but maybe he has more championships though. Like he do I mean, do do he, magic he didn't have a, he didn't have a lot early in his career so yeah i think he, he certainly gets one earlier than he did yeah do magic michael and kareem ever lose a championship probably i mean <laughs> they, they just uh, rip not, off a, seven. Not, a, not a lot <laughs> like, especially back Although, then to be fair to be fair if jordan didn't go play baseball for two years the bulls would have won eight in a row maybe i steve kerr says that they don't but i don't know we'll see i I I don't I don't blame anybody who says that they do. I don't blame anybody who says that they don't. Yeah, I mean, championships yes, there's, are there's the part of the running out of steam that the dynasties always. always but man, have, yes. Magic, 
Michael. Seems pretty good. Kareem. Cooper. Yeah, it, seems pretty, it seems pretty good. <laughs> it seems pretty good. It seems, I mean, seems decent to me. Might win a game Gosh. or two. Yeah. Might win a series or such. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yes. Those are basically well, the teams when you go like, oh, you know, like uh, Team A or Team B. You know, they have like five all-time right. greats on Team A or Team B. Which one wins? I'm like, well, that's basically one of those teams. Right. That, that's not even... That's not even... That's even, like, right. it's not hey, what's, even what's your Lakers Mount Rushmore? Well, the 1983 <laughs> Lakers, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And Wilt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of The Hook and this week's episodes here on the Silver Screen and Roll Podcast Network. Uh, thank you guys a ton for listening the way that you guys have. We had like 300 people in spaces yesterday yeah, on a yeah, random yeah. Thursday that I announced 15 minutes before we were going live. Uh, we got a little bit of help, a bit of a shot in the arm as LeBron's extension was announced right as we went. Um, and that helped and all of that. But you guys are incredible. The, the amount of support that you guys continue to give us. So shouts to you all for that. Until next week, though, I'm Anthony Irwin. That was Aaron Larsoul, and this was The Hook.